Hey everyone, thanks for tuning back in to the Sit With Snit podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Snikovsky. This week on the Sit With Snit episode, we're going to be sitting with your purpose with my dear friend, now colleague, and just someone I always personally looked up to and felt such like a kindred connection to, Kelsey Grinstein. Kelsey is a certified life coach, and her passion is partnering with her clients to discover their truest selves in order to accomplish whatever their unique mission is in this world. Kelsey believes in having purpose-driven goals, and she fuses this with practical actions to result in the ultimate recipe for sustainable and meaningful growth. Specifically on our conversation, we were talking about how we oftentimes put a timeline for the things in which we hope to pursue in life or different avenues of self-discovery. I've told you guys many times, and I probably will repeat it throughout this podcast, that I really was gung-ho about speaking on this conversation regarding dating only when I'd get married. And that was a time constraint I put on myself. And if I had kept to it, we wouldn't be sitting with each other right now. So I'm grateful for being open and pivoting a bit and kind of keeping up with life and in my world, Hashem's plot twists. And I know that's something Kelsey and I bonded about over on this episode. So without further ado, here's Sitting With Your Purpose. And as always, if you feel inclined to like, share um, this episode with a friend, it means so much to Kelsey and I. Please follow up with us on Instagram at sitwithsnit. And as always, it's all lessons and blessings. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sit With Snit podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Snit. And I'm so excited for us to be here today, joined with a dear friend of mine, Kelsey Grinstein. Hey, Kels. Welcome Hello. to the Sit With Snit podcast. Thank you for having me. I I just I gotta tell you guys like I was just telling Kelsey this like off the record but um for those of you who keep up with me and anyone who's new to the podcast please connect with me on Instagram sit with snit um I'll be posting everyone who joins the podcast their platforms and ways for you to get in touch with them as well including Kelsey and I was telling Kels like usually I don't speak on something until I feel like I'm a quote-unquote expert in the area like I've been through it you know like okay start a marketing agency boom check let me tell you all the things I did wrong there maybe a couple of good things and I was like you know what I'm not gonna wait until please god I'm married so I can talk about the single experience because as I've said time and time again on this podcast I'm gonna embrace the vulnerability and it's time for us to kind of rewrite the narrative of what it means to be in your single years and um, immediately I thought of you Kels to kind of bridge this gap between where we are in reality when we talk about the single experience, how we feel about ourselves when we're single versus I think the ideal, right? Like how we really should be reframing this time in our lives. Um, so with that being said, also guys, Kelsey has embarked on a beautiful new career journey, which I think like, I don't know what came first, like the persona of like the person that you can literally just approach and speak your heart out and you hardly know them, but you just feel so comfortable or the desire to pursue coaching. Either way, I'm so excited for you, Kelsey. I'd love to hear how this came about and like the journey thus far. 
Um, sure. So it's funny because you know when people come up to you and they say like, "Oh, you're so good at this." Like, are you are you in that field? Or they just they it's it's like easier for other people to objectively see something in you that you never see yourself. Oh so God. like, even since I was little, people would come up to me and they're like, you're, you love people and you love talking to people and you love, you know, having, you know, proactive, just deep conversations. Like you should go into therapy or you should go into coaching. And I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never listened. And it was, there was always a quiet voice in my head that said like, like, that makes sense for you. Like, that's something that you like. That's something that you could excel in. And I, I, it took me a while to listen to that voice and I worked for a tech startup for about five years right. and um, there were a lot of things that I learned from that experience, a lot of which were things that I knew I did not want, which is a blessing in and of itself. For sure. Um, and there were certain things that I realized were, you know, I wanted more of. So like interacting with people, being able to have you know, conversations that empower people and give people the energy to want to get up and, you know, do whatever their mission is. And finally, I was like, stop being stubborn. It's time to <laughs> look into the things that actually make more sense for you. And so this year, I decided that I was ready to transition into a new field and um, coaching sort of just made sense. And I got my training. And when I started, I was like, Kelsey, this is just, <laughs> I got, I just got happy. It was like, it was like, it I felt right. It felt right. So here we are. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And it should be from strength to strength. I think there's so much um, bravery and courage when you embark on something new. And I think that leads perfectly with dating because it's the same thing. I think every date, every new guy, even if it's like the same guy you're dating, but it's a new date, it's unmarked territory and you have to have that courage and that bravery. And I think it's also knowing yourself. And I think those years that you, you know, took and you realized, okay, maybe I'm not doing what I'm I'm quote unquote meant to do, but I'm doing it right now. So there has to be some good I can extract from this situation, um, which I think is really like a, a parable in of itself of being single. Like, I don't know. I mean, some people obviously like they power to them if that's what they would like to do with their lives. And if they feel, you know, empowered to solo act it. Um, but for those of us who are waiting until, you know, reunite with their life partners, it's sometimes really hard to... I think place meaning during this, this time period, for sure. Definitely. And I think as you were giving your introduction, like you said, something that really struck a chord with me, which was that it's hard for you to like, want to show up in this space because you're going through it now and you haven't, you know, you're not married yet and God willing, it should be very soon with the right person. But you touched on something that I think is really, really important, which is that I went through the dating experience and yes, it was grueling and I had, you know, things that I, that I extracted from it. Um, but at the same time, like I can no longer connect to people in the same way that you can, mm -hmm. because even though I went through it, like, and I, and I, you know, I am in a different stage and while I can empathize and, you know, give a lot of my perspective, like you are living it right now, or you are living an experience that can that you can connect to a lot of people going through the same thing. So as much as like what I might say could be helpful for people, like you living and breathing something that's difficult and deciding how you're going to go forward with that being a challenge right now is so much more powerful than anything that I could possibly say. So I just like have to, you know, give that to you because I know it's, it's, it's a process. It is. And I, I don't think I've ever 
Um, I'm going to have to like replay this and hear that again, or maybe like write it on a post-it because I never, I never associated um, the experience with that. Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's Western society or just our culture that like, you have to go through something and kind of like reap, you know, the benefits and the experience. And like, then you can have like the gold medal star, whatever you want to call it that you've been through it. But I think you're right. There's like a specific space and time that I'm allotted right now. However, that time is, I don't need to know, but I need to make the most of it. And I think there's two paths um, that most people can take, or at least what it looks like for me is, you know, you can really like take that identity of being single and wear it as a badge of a lot of shame and pain and the energy that you walk into a room, it's going to be apparent. Or you could take that and say, all right, like, this isn't the ideal. Like you could be proactively wanting to change your situation while still being grateful and finding the good points in your current situation. And it's so hard to channel that and to be present in that knowing. I think it's like this constant act of like, it's not easy. Like you have to be so in touch with yourself and in the moment. And like, I don't have that all the time. I, I, I for sure don't. I think 10 minutes before we started this podcast, I was like, what am I saying? What am I doing? At least I have Kelsey on, on, the, on the other side of this so we can like beat off each other. But like, what do I even know? But I do know that there's strength and being able to tap into that. Absolutely. And I think what you just described is like the, the balance of life, honestly. It's like mm -hmm. that constant balance between like being vulnerable enough to say, I want to change where I'm at but also the acceptance to say, but this is where I am. And how do I reconcile those two things together? And just as like a side note, as much as I would love to say that that changes, like it's just, it doesn't. You go on to the next thing of wanting the next thing and you're not there yet and you want to be there. And and it's it's a, once we recognize that that is a pattern of the way that this world was created, where you go from process to process and evolve through the wanting, that sort of makes takes a lot of the guesswork out of it because like this is what's in front of you right now and god willing once you attain this portion like you're going to have that feeling again for the next thing because you're expanding and the more right. you expand the more the more that you want you know so and and that's a good thing because that's what keeps us yearning for more so right, the momentum the momentum um you said something though that really that really hit me, um, which was that, you know, something that I, a mindset that I had when I was dating, um, I, I, and I'll, I'll go through the mindset in a second, but I realized that it was, I was telling myself a story that really was not serving mm. me. And I had to make a decision throughout my dating process, honestly, towards the end of it, that I needed to, to change that perspective. Wow. Um, and I'll tell you what that is. So I dated for about I dated starting at 22. I dated for like six years. Um, and so, you know, that's all relative, like someone's one year, someone's 10 years, and it really doesn't matter the time frame. Exactly. It's just but, a variable. Right. The wanting is the wanting, you know? Exactly. Um, but I realized, you know, whether it was the sum of like the pressures of our community and my own internal, you know, timeline of what I thought I wanted, I kept on telling myself a story that there was the version of, of Kelsey that was single mm -hmm. and then there's the version of Kelsey that I'll be when I'm married. Ooh, ooh. And I created wow. these two separate people and I decided that like, I didn't want to be the first version anymore. And I was like, so anxious to get to the second. And what I realized was I was creating this 
this scenario where I'm making myself feel like, what am I supposed to be doing now if I wanna to get to that version and I'm, and I'm not her yet and I'm not there yet. And I literally had to make the conscious decision to say, you are you, whether you're single or whether you're married, the person that you are now that has yet to find that person is quite literally becoming the person that you will be when you are married. They are not two separate people. It's the same person that has to go through specific things to evolve into the person that you're going to be when you're married. Wow. Wow. And it, it changed like my whole approach to dating, to be honest with you. Yeah. You show up differently. Like it's, you show up differently. You show up differently. And I decided that instead of waiting for, for my husband and I'm, I'm going to want it, of course, I'm going to want it and I'm going to dive in and I'm going to cry and I'm going to ask. However, I'm going to start seeing the scenario that I'm in now as all of the tools that I need to take to become that person. So if I want child and bias when I'm married, okay, so where are the relationships now mm. that I need to be stressed, stretching that muscle? you know, things that I need to work on, like, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable with my husband. Okay. But are you doing that now? Cause he's, you're not going to just change and you meet him, right. you know? So that's what I started. That's how I rewrote that. Ooh, wow. That like, I felt it in my body. Um, when you said that, because it's, I really think that's the work, these character traits, like they're not going to come out of the blue. Like you need to start working them now. And like you said, these patterns show up time and time again in life. And no, it doesn't mean you're going to get, you know, less worked up over things. It's going to look different, but under the core, you do have the tools, um, whether you acknowledge it or not, the tools are there. The question is, are you developing them? Are you, you know, choosing to use them? And, um, we share a mentor you'll figure out who it is, but, um, I had a mentor of mine tell me like, what really is Amuna? Amuna isn't saying like, Gamzala Tova, it's going to be amazing. It's recognizing, okay, what, what is my avoda in the here and now? And what am I going to do in the here and now? So that I show up as my higher self to ensure that tomorrow I'm a little bit like further along the path that I need to be on. And I feel like I connect so much with what you're saying, because even when I was starting my business and for better, for worse, that also pivoted as well. And I'm still figuring out my career and that's okay. But I said to myself, like, I can't own a business. I'm not married yet. Like I'll have my business like once I'm married, like whatever. And I don't know why we make these limitations on ourselves. I don't know. I mean, it definitely is a societal thing. I don't think Hashem or the universe, whatever power you subscribe by, um, wants us to limit ourselves, but society does that. And I think especially like the communities that we're used to, um, for better or for worse, like a woman's plight is definitely to get married. And that's really important. And it doesn't diminish the fact that we want it. But I think also it's like when people don't recognize that there are other things that we can be doing and that should be celebrated, not to diminish like the yearning and the desire that we want, but to also celebrate other, you know, growth, um, like trajectories is super important too. And I feel like I was scared in a sense to like be that, oh, like she's the boss lady. Like she doesn't want to get married. She like wants to have a business. And it's like, no, like I just want to pay the bills. I'd like to get married, you know, like. <laughs> and enjoy it while I'm doing it. Yeah. And I, 
I'm curious if it's something you've also noticed now that you're in a new stage of life, like if there's still those pressures that I, I don't think they're divine pressures. I think they're ones that were susceptible based on just being human. Um, but I'm curious if like you found that those tools that you were, you know, talking about expanding upon, if they've come in any like way and helped with like the new um, position that you're in in your life. Yeah. So you just said a lot of Really <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm have to go back and, and like, listen to this four times. But, um, you know, it's funny, like I have certain conversations with my husband now. And sometimes I have these moments where I like, am like envisioning a movie scene where like the, the scene pauses and like, you sort of like float out of your body and you like yeah. see the interaction. And I'm not kidding. Like there are moments where I, I literally say to myself, like, if you, like you three years ago would not have been able to have the same conversation. That's such and a good feeling, like, I, by the way, right? Oh, no, it's like, it's awesome. And it makes a lot of it worthwhile because I'm like, you would have been, you would have had a very different response to what <laughs> to is happening right now. And that doesn't mean that it always happens, but I, I can see how the efforts of like all the work that I did by myself and the time that I took to develop into my own person mm -hmm. shows up so much more when I am faced with those moments of like, okay, are you going to be vulnerable? Or are you going to be snappy? Are you going to say, don't, you know, like, and it, and it, you have more muscle memory because you've like literally had to go through a lot of those different things in different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just to like, I'll give you like a short story to drive that point home. Please, please do. Um, so when I was first starting to date, I was 22 and I had just left Israel for the year and I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's, let's start dating. And I got set up with, you know, a few different people. And one of the earlier guys that I got set up with, um, flew in to meet me and he was very sweet and he like seemed serious about getting married and all of like the nice things that you want to hear. And in my intellectually, I told myself like, okay, you're ready to get married. So when you find the guy that matches what you're looking for, like, that'll be it. I'm done, and sure enough, this guy came and he was everything that I said that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And I said, thank you so much, but no, thank you. And I broke up with him and I kept on going on with the dating process. And the more years, the more that, you know, years went by, the more obviously the yearning got deeper to the point where like, I would say, you know, like I would dive in and I would say like, I've done all of my work. Like, why have you not sent him to me yet? Like I was in pain and I'm like, you forgot about me. You're dealing with all everybody else. And like, you're not even thinking about me. And through the people, the other people that I dated, I went through a lot of really, really hard, really hard situations that really tested how bad I wanted to be married. And it's the, the desire just got more pure and more pure. Cause I took, I chipped away at all of my armor you know, all of the things that I came with that I wanted to present, like, I didn't even, I just was like, I want to be married, like, for yeah, plain and simple, married, plain and simple. I have no, I just, I want to, to a night, to the right person. Yeah. And, um, through all those experiences, sure enough, a few years later, um, the same guy got suggested again. And I was at a very different place. I was evolved into a different version of myself. The just be, I became more me. I became mm. more me and he got suggested and I said, okay. And I ended up marrying him. <laughs> I love it. You know, he ended like up but, but the point was, was that Hashem does send the cure before he sends the disease. Like, it's funny. Cause I thought that I was ready 
And I'm the one that passed it up because I didn't even have the, I wasn't ready. Right. You had to unlearn a lot of the things that we think we know or that we think are the right things. And I feel like you kind of get to a place like from, I was picturing it. You just kind of like, (laughs) like you're just bare. Like there's, there's no armor, like all those layers or the things you think are important or the things you think your husband should look like, act like, be like, it's like, no, like, let's just get to like talkless. Like what's, what's the, you know, the, the root of it. Right. Who am I and what do I want? when you don't have the armor of what you think you need to want and what you think he should be like, yeah, just become, it chips away at more of the, more of the armor, you know, um, it doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't make it any easier, but it's, but it's, it's productive. There's action happening there. There's so much action happening. There's so much momentum and we don't even see it. Like sometimes I have to take like a moment and pause and be like, you are a finite being. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, because Hashem's infinite. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, sorry, Neve, you're I'm kidding. Um, but like you can only see like this small little speck, and there's such a bigger picture that we have no idea. Like I was speaking to a mentor of mine who's like a boss, and she's like in her 40s and still not married, and like she's killing it and she still wants to be married, but it's not stopping her, stifling her in any way. And you know, she was saying to me, like, we don't know what rectifications we need in this life. Like there's a bigger picture. Yes, we're here right now. You're Kelsey, I'm Hannah, but there's there's a bigger picture. Where there's We're a part of a larger story, which is something I love about Judaism is that we have like our individual identity and we have our national identity. And I think also with the time we're filming right now, it's the nine days and it's like this reminder that yes, okay, like you have your personal plight and you have that but it's also a part of like a bigger story and there's like another whole level to it and I don't know it helps me like when I don't want to do things that I know like are actually going to be better for me or like it's my higher self speaking I remember and I remind myself like well what's actually going to help the Jewish people and you can get it's a little bit of a tricky place to go there because then you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself but sometimes just like a dose of it comes in like a healthy way just to remember, first of all, you're not alone. There's all of us have been through this. We'll go through this. It's just the name of the game. And like you said, like Hashem has taken care of us before he will always take care of us. And I think it's having that belief and that understanding and realizing like this, this hurts and I'm not going to take away from it. But I think also what helps is when I hear my friends talking about their experiences, I'm like, well, if they, if Hashem did it for them, they're, he's going to do it for me. I just have no idea what it's going to look like but that's okay. Right. And even if you take like your own experiences within your own life and you reflect on the moments that sort of brought you, like even to becoming more observant, like that's a painful process. Like, it's not like you just snap your fingers and show up in a skirt and like, you're ready to go. Like you had to do a lot of work. You know, I also, I had to do a lot of work and yet it wasn't until we, you know, and I'm sure you have probably like a similar you know, experience in the sense that once you've worked so hard for it and you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, like, look where I just came from. It's there's, you can't describe that feeling in words, but you can just, you feel this like gratitude in a weird way of like the pain that you just gave me, you're now telling me is, is what I'm the most proud of. Like this transformation is like what you, I should be thankful for. It's like and the it's, thing you wanted to go away is actually the thing that I'm like remembering the most. And I'm grateful for now. What do you, <laughs> what is this? It's, it's, and, and, and 
And going forward, we don't know, but we know that if he's done that for you in certain instances in your life, like he's, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's, and it's like you said, it's, it's being real with where you are and it hurting and wanting and also giving Hashem the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm curious to know if there was anything that you could tell like Kelsey, like your younger self when you were dating or just for those of us who are still in the process, like something could be as cheesy as you as it might come out, because unfortunately, it's not that it's cliche, but it, I feel like it's these simple truths that like we intellectually understand. But it's like until it actually seeps into our core, it's like, you know, the distance between the mind and the heart's the greatest. But it might be something that I want to leave with our listeners because it's important. And I, I, I keep saying this and I'm going to continue saying it for those of you listening. This isn't an easy season to talk about. It's not intellectually easy to wrap your head around. And I, I can't say that I'm going to leave this podcast season, you know, having all the answers about dating resolved and I'm going to make everyone feel better with their journey. That's not really the purpose of it. And I don't think that's the Avoda, but the Avoda is to talk about it because these conversations, I think oftentimes get pushed to the side or they're silenced or people are scared to be vulnerable. And it's time for us to take our armor off in a safe, you know, loving way because we need that. Right. So I'm curious if there's any like kernel of wisdom you have, um, off the top of your head, it could be like, we can come back to it. Um, but I'm curious if there was something that like comes to you right now that you wish you knew or internalized because maybe you knew it, but you couldn't, I didn't sit with it yet. There we go. Um, yeah, you know, I think that one of, I I have two things. I think one is just like, there is someone that's going to love you for every single thing that you love about yourself and the things that you don't love about yourself. They exist, they're out there and you don't really have, you don't have to do anything. It's just, Mm. it's just going to be, um, that's, you just have to show up and just, just be there and be you. Um, and they will love you. They will love you period. Um, and I think the other thing is, is that no matter how fulfilling a relationship can be with anybody, like I am in a relationship with myself, honestly, and that is my biggest priority. Yeah. And it's only when I'm, it's only when I am really in touch with that, that I can be the best I can to my husband and to whoever else is around. Cause if I'm not happy with my own self, it doesn't matter how amazing everybody else is. You can't show up in the way that you want. And that is definitely something that I'm learning. Wow. Wow. Well, I wish the biggest like for that. And I think it's, like I said, it's a continual muscle that we please God, like build and hone in on. And we pass on to like, please God, our children one day and just make it a little bit um, like facilitate that it's a norm that we need to develop that. Um, And we just need to be whole first. Like that's, that's, it's a part of our DNA. Like we're meant to be that way. We don't right. want codependent relationships <laughs> and yeah, it's just right. not, it's not the recipe for success, but I have a practice on sit with sit. And, um, before we, you know, log off, I want to ask you, it could be anything that like you're currently experiencing that you're comfortable sharing. Um, it could be pertaining to the episode or just anything, but I find that we are always just like, go, 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 go. And we don't really sit with things. And 
I want to give you space to have like a moment to like reflect on something and give you space to like voice it and share with something that you're sitting with. So Kels, what are you currently sitting with? That's a good question. Um, I'm honestly sitting with my new like exploration of my business. Like you said, it's really vulnerable to put yourself out there. And I, I'm just constantly sitting with how I'm going to make this career feel like the extension of an expression of me. And as a process of that, I like continue to figure out who I am. So that's what I'm sitting with. Kelsey, as a coach, guys, you should check her out on Instagram. She posts the most relatable, like heart wrenching. You just like really identify with these like lines and these quotes. Um, you should check her out. Ready, set, no. It's really cute. Love that name, by the way, like kudos. And, um, for those of you who are listening, if you really enjoyed this episode, give us a like, share some love, share it to someone you care about, or just sit with it.